LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. Here, welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. David Sheehan with you until half past five. Now, a two-tier All-Ireland Football Championship has moved a step closer to reality with proposals to be voted on at a special GEA Congress next month. The meeting to discuss the new competition will be held at Cork's Porky Cueve on the 19th of October. And if the special Congress passes the motion in 2020, only teams in Division 1 and Division 2 of the league will be eligible for the All-Ireland qualifiers, along with any counties from the lower two divisions that happen to make the respective provincial final. Division 3 and 4 teams will go straight into to a two-tier championship which will be run on a straight knockout basis. Now both the GPA and the CPA have expressed their concerns about these proposals with CPA Chairman Michal Brody saying that it flies in the face of the Fixtures Review Task Force which was appointed by GA President John Horne earlier this year. To discuss I'm joined on the line by a man who could potentially be impacted by this new format and that's loud footballer Jim McEnany. Uh, Jim, before we get to the matter at hand, uh, commiserations on the game on uh, Friday night, the semi-final, the Loud Senior Championship. Must have been a, a disappointing one for you all. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was a disappointing night, David. We had, um, you know, we had patches in the game where we did did well enough, but over the course of the hour, the Martins probably the better team, and the the two goals in the second half killed us. But look, when you when you get to that stage, you, you obviously want to go one step further. And it was yeah disappointing dressing room afterwards. Say the least. Never, never easy to lose a semi final in any competition, I suppose. No. You're the GPA rep for Loud, so I suppose you're ideally placed to, to talk about this situation around the new the new championship structure or potential new championship structure. We'll get to the AGM in a moment because I know that, ha- that took place yesterday and you were there. Um, you would have been canvassing the opinions of the Loud players, presumably on their feelings on this. What's the general mood in the camp around a, a possible change to the structure of this kind of order? Um, I suppose on one level, lads are kind of. They would have opinions, but they're 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 not really sure exactly how um, they want those opinions to be em- implemented. You know, there will be there will be a couple of lads that will be completely against the second tier competition. There would be there will be lads that are in favour of it, um, and not necessarily in favour of the motion that's been put forward. Um, and there's people that you know there'll be lads there that want change, but they're not exactly sure what they want. And so that's and I and that. That opinion seems to be reflected across squads around the country, um, in the sense that they're not exa- exactly sure what they want, but it, it doesn't seem to be the, the motion that that's been put forward um, uh, at the minute. And you know, I suppose it's hard to say because a lot of people have a lot of different views on this within squads. But do you get any sense of of what exactly it is they want, or is it more a case of people don't know what they want, but they don't want this? Yeah, I suppose they probably don't want what's what's being put there in front of them at the moment. Um, I think lads are keen, you know, to they're keen to discuss uh, the different options that that have been uh, that have been brought by the GPA. I suppose um, in that they were looking to put three or four different competi- competition structures together and see could you cherry pick the best aspects of all of them. Um, but lads, uh, you know, lads want to play football first and foremost. But I suppose even from our own point of view, loud uh, from discussing it with lads and um, around the squad, that uh, they're keen to get more games that can help them improve and build on um, progress that's made within any given year. You know, so like the issue, I suppose, at the minute, that people are well aware that the best competition we have at the moment is probably the the, the national league, and you know, they're very competitive games and. If you're better than the teams in the division you're in, you get to move up to the next one, challenge yourself. Then you know we we were forced to come down from Division Two last year. Uh, there was a myriad of reasons why it just didn't work out for us. Um, 
but we were very competitive this year and you know we were one score away from going back up to Division 2 after improving throughout the National League so you know it's it's trying to figure out uh, a competition or a structure that allows you to do that during the summer months as well mm. that it's not a case where you're unfortunate that you only get one or two games and you know teams that are already ahead of you are playing seven or eight games they're getting to the Super 8s and they're getting the opportunity to improve there as well you know Mead there um, Neighbours they have been um, making strides and I'm sure the, the Super 8s experience this year will, will bring them on and they'll be looking to build on that in the National League and Division 1 next year so you know they, they took advantage of that um, that that this year and you know it's 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 difficult to try to figure out what's the best way to do that but lads just want to be able to improve and, and try to build on a squad especially when you're a young squad there you know So when you talk about you know the, 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 a lot of the players are, are, are against this particular um, you know iteration of the of a, of a championship restructure what is, what is it exactly do you think that, that they don't like about this is it just the fact that it's going to be straight knockout and from what you're saying there it's more games that, that the guys want is that the, is that the kind of main problem with this one yeah I suppose if you probably more games um, it might be an issue as well that you know lads aren't fully um, I suppose ready to straight away get rid of the the, the qualifiers you know in, in terms of not getting into it even at all um, there was a proposal on the table I suppose maybe about six months ago that you would go into the first round of qualifiers and if you didn't make it out of that and that would be along the same lines as what the Tommy Murphy Cup was which obviously didn't work it's not it's not here anymore but it's uh, it's it's trying to trying to figure out what aspects of over competition lads want and the difficulty is that this seems to have been rushed through you know like um even yesterday, the GPAGM, the AGM, it was noted how there has been a representative there on behalf of players, um, and they haven't they haven't finished their their work, and all of a sudden a, a motion is, is is being brought forward. Like it just it doesn't make sense. I don't know if that's in line with um, anyone's agenda or you know people aren't starting roles for a number of years and they're trying to get a legacy in place before they, before they leave. But it, it seems to have been rushed through. Um, hastily at the minute you know yeah and I mean that's the sort of thing I know Paul Flynn referenced this as well I already mentioned Michal Brody of the CPA and his thoughts on it Paul Flynn made that exact point that there seems to be a big rush to get this through and when you look back I mean I think it's going back to 2001 when the qualifiers first came in and really things have, have stayed more or less the same okay the Super 8s are there now but in broadly speaking the, the, the championship structure has stayed the same so I think that's the issue a lot of people have is that there seems to be this rush now to push this through and not everybody's views have been heard you know, you would imagine that there'd be an opportunity to sit down and, and, and talk this out amongst all the stakeholders. So I guess that's something from the GPA perspective. And you can talk about what was said yesterday, that the GPA would be looking for a little bit more engagement with Croke Park before anything is, is put through. Yeah. Yeah. And there are, like there has been, um, I suppose there has been progress on that front uh, in the sense that you maybe feel that the GA in certain quarters is starting to listen a wee bit more to, to other stakeholders that are involved. And, you know, I was the, Derek McGuire was the GPA rep last year and before him was Adrian Reid and for Reid it was was Paddy uh, Keenan and over the last year there's been focus groups and there's been phone calls um, with the, with players reps and on, on one of the calls Fergal McGill was on from the GA, the director of games or whatever. So, you know, he was very, very easy to talk to. He, he absolutely was taking players views on board. 
and you know you felt you were you were getting opinions across and they weren't all of those opinions weren't necessarily aligned you know there's players reps from other counties that have different opinions and sure. and maybe different majorities than than we would um in the loud squad or be it Longford or or whoever would have been on that on those calls so you know it's you feel that progress been made and then all of a sudden emotions been been put before congress and uh, there's look there's history over the last number of years of things like this happening the rules changed that come in the whereas like we would have had a majority in in the sense that players felt that the offensive mark was a, a plus you know it was an improvement in how the game was being played and generally it seemed to add a bit more um, to the games that we were involved whereas the O'Byrne Cup the, the three hand pass rule was just an absolute disaster so yeah. you know feedback was taken on, on those and the, the things they were shelved and you know it, it'll be interesting to see which of the rules make it through and which don't but you'd imagine that all stakeholders will be you know will be involved in, in that and what was the what was the kind of tone of the discussion yesterday? Because I mean, I know you were saying we were chatting off air, and you were talking about the discussions among players. Like, was there much talk about these changes uh, formally from the top table, or was it more kind of amongst yourselves? Yeah, well, I suppose it was obviously the same as any AGM. There's kind of a formal agenda that needs to be followed in terms of election of officers and the uh, the national executive committee that's there. Stuff like that has to be sorted at the AGM and. They did talk about the important things that are ahead of um ahead of the GPA and like the kind of strategy and that they're looking at. Um what, and obviously that involves the second tier championship. Um, you know, there was uh, kind of there was a workshop then that followed the AGM and um aspects of that were based around kind of what people wanted to see stopped and then there was a couple of things that people wanted to see um, brought in and that they felt the time was right. And, uh, you know, I was at a ta- table with um, those reps from Tipperary, Monaghan, Cavan, Wicklow, myself, obviously. And, you know, we were spread out across the room, but there seemed to be an appetite at our table for a second-tier championship. But with the caveat that it's not... It just probably hasn't been worked on enough um, in terms of putting something in place that's would be uh would be the the rice competition and that was no that was noted during the AGM the, the disappointment that um the our our rep that was there on on behalf of the GPA in terms of being involved in that uh the the fixture the fixtures review committee or the, the, the workforce whatever it is the um that they haven't completed their work and come back with recommendations or the report and yes uh, you know, a, a, a very big structural change to the All Ireland Championship has already been um, brought to Congress in October. You know, it just it doesn't make sense, especially considering that that was set up by the GA. Yeah, yeah, and that's been that's been mentioned a few times, and that is that is the thing that maybe people find odd is that this does seem to be getting rushed through, and you know, we, we can never really tell. But as you mentioned earlier, there's always this sense that maybe there's there's an issue issue of trying to create a legacy and leave something behind if you're if you're a GA president. But of course, you know, the GA have come out and said that this would be of benefit, and they talked about the marketing and the promotion around it and the coverage that it would get. But I know from speaking to you that. You know, and I think this is probably maybe something that gets overstated in the media that we may have this perception that players, you know, are hanging on for their like as you said to me before, thirty seconds of a of a slot on the Sunday game. Like that's not really something that that particularly bothers you. You just want to play more games. Yeah, absolutely. And like you talked, uh, I don't know, maybe other players would have different opinions, and and I can only just speak on behalf of my own. But you don't you don't spend seven or eight months, you know, in Darver and DKIT four or five nights a week. 
to you know watch the Sunday game for twenty seconds or read a six six line report in the Irish Independent on the Monday. Like lads, generally, I know a lot of lads just stay away from papers and different things, you know. So I think the media side of things is a wee bit overstated. Um, in a lot of cases, lads are playing county football because they really enjoy it and you know they're trying to challenge themselves um, at the highest level they can in the sport that they enjoy. So I, I don't I don't really buy into the media thing as much. Um, it's just lads want to improve. They want to get better. They, they definitely want to be playing in the in the top competition. And I know bringing a second tier takes that away from you. But lads are keen to, and always are keen to improve, get better. And if that means that there's an avenue there to move up a level, as you have in the league, you know, people want to do that. We went from we've had a fairly tipsy turvy six or seven years that I've been involved. You know, we went from. I think when, we, when I started playing in 2012, we were in Division 2, we were there for three years, then we went to three, to four, to three, to two, back to three, and this is the first time we stayed in a division, I think, in five years or something. So, Never a dull moment. Know. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. And I suppose then, just before we, we wrap up on it, yourself personally, like, have you got a kind of, um, as we said, there's so many different kind of theories out there, or different kind of proposals out there and people have different ideas. Have you yourself got a, a particular format that you'd like to see that you think would work? Um, no, there, were, there would be a couple of things that I, I would feel very strongly about. I think that the linking the provincial championships to the to the All-Ireland Championship, I think that needs to, that needs to go. Um, I know that the the way it's structured at the minute, the provincial council have a lot of control, and to be, it seems very unwilling to give that up. But I just think, if you were to sit down in 2019 and design a competition, and you came up with a, you know, a proposal whereby Roscommon, let's say, would play Leitrim in a, in a, and the, their first game would be a provincial semi-final, and if they win that, then they're only one game away from a Super Eight. Whereas, obviously, in in Leinster. We have our own problems with Dublin's dominance, but you know, even you talk to talking to Darren Hughes, the, the ref at Monaghan, like they have to win maybe three very strong, um, three tough games against Tyrone, Donegal, and Cavan, let's say, to get to the same, the same stage in the All Ireland Championship. It just doesn't make sense, yeah. um, and it's it's well, it's straight up unfair, you know. So that would be one thing for me. And, and would you would you would you want to get rid of the like let's say in an ideal world, would you want to scrap the provincial championships completely? I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, the reality is when you're 13, 14 and you start playing with loud development squads, you, you dream of winning a minor championship, mm. minor Leinster championship, and then that transfers through to senior, and that's that's what you want to do. So it's it's difficult to it's difficult to figure out exactly what it is that that you want um, and that's kind of what I was saying at the start like lads are you know maybe unhappy with the format that's there at the moment but they can't put their finger on what they want it replaced with Yeah. Um, and that's why I suppose these task forces or committees are set up to to see what what, what they can do um, in terms of putting structures in place but yeah, that I was, would just, it, it would be that would just be something like there's no there's no reason why the provincial champions can't, championships can't be held yeah. as they are, um, but just not um, directly linked to different stages of the, of the All Ireland Championship. Yeah, and I suppose as well. I mean, we need to be conscious of the fact that you know maybe this sounds like it's being uh, overly critical of the GA. We should you know commend them for for trying to do something about it. But maybe it's just just needs to take a little bit more time to to analyze and get everyone's views. Just very finely, then, Jim. Um, and again, it might have been something that was discussed yesterday. 
the CPA aren't happy with this happening so quickly. The GPA, as we said, Paul Flynn came out and said some more time should be given to discuss it in, in a bit more uh, depth. What happens if this goes to, we're like less than a month away from that Congress now on the 19th of uh, October. What happens if this gets passed? What what happens then in terms of the GPA? Like, has, Was that discussed yesterday? That wasn't necessarily discussed. Um, you know, the guys are keen to state that, uh, you know, players need to back each other up on things that they're not happy about. Um, so, you know, the general feeling in the room is that you know, strength in numbers and being able to go to the GA and saying you're not happy. And the, the thing is, like, these sort of, it obviously directly affects the um, inter-county squads, but fixtures and how the inter-county squad, um, or how the inter-county game is played and, you know, how the fixtures are laid out across the year, it directly affects club players. And, you know, the reality is that there's far more club players than inter-county players. And every player that plays at Loud or Mead or Dublin are first and foremost club players. And, when you set up a you know a committee to look at the the overall fixture structures and then the competitions within that, you know I just think you need to wait until they've completed their work because whatever which way you look at a second tier competition, in my opinion, there's nearly a bigger issue around um, fixtures at, at club level and county level and how they're all going to fit into a calendar year and creating an off season and stuff like that. So I just I just think it's it's obvious to nearly everybody it seems that. It's been rushed through. It's been brought to Congress very quickly without, um, you know, fully understanding the the research and the work that's going in from a, a committee specifically set up to look at fixtures and competitions. And just just to wrap up on it, then, like you know, this is this is something as I say that the two bodies have come out and are kind of not not in favour of it all and the speed of it. Do you think that there's a will there to, you know, I don't use the word the nuclear the nuclear kind of button, but like if this is pushed through and and the players and the GPA and the CPA are are, are dead against it but it's put through anyway. Do you think we'd be at a situation where something really severe has to happen in terms of the players taking a, taking a stand? And of course, by that I mean not fielding or, or going on strike or whatever. Like, are we... It seems... It kind of feels to me down the last few years that we're edging closer and closer to this and it's going to come to a point where someone just has to say enough is enough and it's obviously going to be the GPA or the CPA to do this and being the GPA with the inter-county players there, they've got the strongest hand. Could you ever see that happening? Uh, in my own personal opinion, yeah, I'd, I, I, you probably could see it happen. That would just be my kind of gut feeling on it. Um, you know, you, like even that event yesterday, they kind of discuss how, you know, there's a lot of things in place and there's player development programs and, you know, that's all there because of the work that was done by players, you know, 20 years ago when the GPA was set up in 1999. And even in Loud, we should know all too well, Stephen Melia was very heavily involved in that. And, great GA man and the work that he did then and that was all off the back of very strong player involvement and as you said strikes and stuff like that and if it ever came to that point I, I would imagine that uh, that sort of thing could happen Okay well we'll just have to wait and see what happens I suppose less than a month now to that special congress to the GA when that uh, those changes to the championship could be pushed through we'll just have to wait and see what happens in the intervening uh, weeks I suppose but Jim McEnany thanks so much for taking the call No problem David thanks a million Bye LMFM Sunday Sport Your Sport your station.